Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. Hey, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, so today we want to give you a, a relatively quick deep dive into a, a topic that's come up um, in the Facebook group and really just kind of a, a learning that Kate and I have have uh, developed. You develop a learning, a learning you learned. Yeah. Uh, you learning you learn. Yeah. A learning you learned um, throughout <laughs> the course of our career. And that is the importance of focus. And if you're thinking, oh, okay, great. Oh, big deal. Focus. I've heard that before. Stick with us because it seems like it's a very simple concept, but it's not nearly as simple as it seems, or maybe it's, it's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. Well, and it's not the type of focus you necessarily think of like getting down to your computer and a day-to-day how to focus. We're talking about a broader focus in terms of focusing on copy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Focusing on your copywriting business. You know, when you, what we see often is people who are building copywriting careers and starting to see a little bit of success and then getting excited about the potential, right? They, they've moved into a new career and they've started to see some success. They've started to see people are willing to pay them for this and they get really excited and they think, okay, how can I expand? You mm-hmm. know, what else can I offer? What can I, can I do? We were talking the other day about SEO. Do I want to add mm-hmm. SEO on top of this? Do I also want to do this? Do I want to have, do I want to have courses for clients who don't mm-hmm. want to want to work with me? Do I want to, you know, graphic do I, design, graphic design. Do I want to and learn build the whole design? website? Exactly. Um, and, and not even want to, I should add, 
feel the need. I think there's also this deep feeling when you're starting out and if you're following a lot of things online and different, you know, ads start to pop up because you've, you know, searched for various things and you're looking and consuming information. We've talked about, you know, not niching on your information consumption and being very broad with the types of people and information sources you're following. So you get lots of different perspectives. So I think there's this need almost where you feel like, oh, I can't just offer copy. I have to, I have to do SEO and I have to do graphic design and I have to build websites for my clients. Mm -hmm. And that is absolutely not the case. No, no, no. The problem is when you start splitting your focus instead. So, you know, you up to this point, maybe you had been focused on copywriting and you were sending out your pitches and working on your portfolio and working on copywriting. When you start taking your focus away from that, you're, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do copywriting and I'm also going to learn graphic design and I'm going, and then I'm going to combine the two together. The problem is, is that when you take your focus away from one thing, you are, I mean, you're, you're literally splitting your focus. You're also splitting your time. You're splitting your attention. You're splitting your resources. And what that does is this, this progress that you were making at that steady pace on your copywriting it's going to slow it down because you don't have the same amount of focus that you were that you were putting toward it anymore. You don't have the same amount of attention or time. And, and when you end up splitting your focus like that across one or two or three different passions, what ends up happening is that you slow down your copywriting progress and you don't at the same time add that same level of, of progress in the new elements that you're adding. You can't, um, you can't be simultaneously a master of all of these different things. If you're, if you're learning them and building each, you cannot build three different careers at the same time, even two mm-hmm. different careers at the same time. Mm-hmm. I believe me throughout my career, I have, I've tried, you know, I've tried, I tried to launch a couple of different businesses at once. Um, and it, it doesn't work because you, you cannot be, two different people at the same time. You cannot be a a copywriter, a fully successful copywriter, and then also be a fully successful SEO strategist and because mm-hmm. they are full careers. You you can't once you get to the point that you are you're you are very successful as a copywriter where you are chugging along, you have client work coming in, you've got your pitching schedule down, you're doing everything consistently. Then if there's something else that you really love and you really want to try, then you can do it in your, your off hours, right? Your, your evenings, mm-hmm. your weekends. But if you try to devote the same amount of time and energy to two different careers, you're going to end up holding both of those careers back. Yeah, absolutely. And there's this element of patience that we talk about one of the traits copywriters need to have. And I think there's this temptation to not be as patient as we should be when we're still quite frankly, ramping up our business or trying to get it so that it's at a steady, steady pace. And it's not fun to be patient at all, but there's a very, it's very important to, to Nikki's point to be having, you know, steady income before you start to split your focus. But also I think when you're first starting out, it's a bit of a resistance tactic too, where graphic design can seem fun and SEO can seem fun. And if you love learning, which is awesome, copywriting is a perfect career for you, as you know, because you can work with lots of different people and learn lots of different things. But it's very, very important to not let 
that be a form of resistance, that you keep pushing through any roadblocks that you have to become a copy expert. And that's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a few months. Can you start landing work in a few months? Absolutely. And you will be, you know, have so much value to offer your clients, but there's still so much more to learn. You know, there's not just, I've learned the basics and now that's, that's it. That's all there is. That's all there is to it. So Mm -hmm. being patient with the process. Yeah. I think the, what we hear or see sometimes is, is, you know, people saying, well, I've gotten to $5,000 a month and, and that's great. That's, that, that's a major, that is a major win. That's awesome. But people saying, well, I've gotten to $5,000 a month. So now I'm also going to add this on. But the problem is, is if you get to $5,000 a month and then you start doing other things that are going to distract you, you're not going to keep increasing that income the way that you had before. You know, you can't assume that you got to $5,000 a month. And so you'll be able to put your focus somewhere else and you're going to get naturally up to 10 or wherever you want to get. It's, it's, um, I, I love your point about resistance. You know, we talk all the time about how sneaky resistance is. And this is a prime example of resistance going, oh, you probably need to learn this too. Or, Mm -hmm. oh, you should also add this in. Or, oh, you should, why don't you also do this? This will be fun. Because your resistance knows that when it takes your focus away from copywriting, you're not going to attain that higher level of copywriting success. It will hold you back. It will hold you back in your career. It will hold you back in your experience. And it will hold you back in your income. So the other thing is that we see a lot is folks saying, oh, but I have a client, a potential client that wants me to do the whole kitchen sink. They need everything. And while it's tempting then to think, oh, I've had one, even two, even five potential clients that come back and want the whole kitchen sink, that that's not every client you know, in the world is not going to expect that. It might be an element of education where you say, well, no, here's what I can deliver as a copywriter. And here's what, you know, what I have to offer you and the value I think I can add for you. And do you want to move forward with this project and and in the way I can help? And that's also why you have a network then of experts in their field. That's why graphic designers do graphic design. That's why developers develop websites. It's why SEO experts focus solely on SEO. Mm -hmm. So you have all these experts in your network eventually, you know, again, not overnight. You want to keep kind of looking and, you know, you might get started without a graphic designer and along the way, add some to your network. Great. So that when you hit those clients, you can say, oh, but I have someone great that I can recommend for you. It doesn't have to be you being the jack of all trades and then delivering, quite frankly, a a half-baked product. Mm -hmm. Well, I think too, it's, it's, you know, if you you get into copywriting and and you you do a great job at it. You know, you you love to write and you've taken the time to learn and you practice copywriting and you're good at it. That does not mean that you're going to be equally good at anything else that you do. You know, it, generally speaking, and this is not true for everyone, but generally speaking people tend to either be verbal or be visual. Mm-hmm. Um, as a I can I can write copy very well and I have attained a level of my in, in uh, attained a level of experience where I can look at a design and tell you what's not right and maybe make a suggestion about how to fix it, but I cannot create Mm-hmm. design. I am a, a verbal, not visual. Most people tend to be one or the other. And I think because some doing something visual is so different from, from, from sitting and writing copy all day, there is that temptation to, and I actually, I, I almost forgot. I took a graphic design class 
God, maybe 10, 12 years ago, maybe no longer. Cause you and I met 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So like 12, 13, 14 years ago, um, thinking like, well, if I can do copy, I can also do design. That's often not the way it works. There are some unicorns out there. Um, but you know, you, it can be tempting to once you once you master one thing to go. I'm just going to pick any career and then I'm going to master that. And that's not necessarily the way it works. You know, you may be exceptionally good at copywriting. That does not necessarily mean then you're going to be exceptionally good at search engine optimization mm-hmm. or at um, marketing technology, bu- building out funnels, the Martech element, or design, or or you know, website building websites. Um, and you want to, you might want to explore these other opportunities, you know, maybe you graphic, you do design for fun, or you take a class because mm-hmm. fun, but it doesn't mean that you have to do it professionally. Remember that we can still have interests outside of our careers and mm-hmm. we can have hobbies outside of our careers. And, you know, you might want to learn a little bit about SEO or learn a little bit about, and it's only going to help you to learn about it, but to then decide, okay, now I'm going to be a professional in this as well is, is requiring you building up a whole additional business because it is a whole additional career. And the more that you, again, coming back to that idea of the more that you split your focus, take your focus away from your main career, the more it's going to slow down your progress in that main career. Um, I, I forget who said it, but, but the key to success is to pick one thing you want and keep working until you get there. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so Sounds so, and, and I know that everyone's going, oh, oh okay, great. No, when do you get there then, Nikki? Yeah. How yeah. long is it going to take me to get there? <laughs> yeah, and okay, well, then, oh, great. That's how I'm going to become a billionaire or whatever. But really, when you choose a goal, my goal is to be a six-figure copywriter, um, which is, it's a great goal and very, very possible. If you want, your goal is to be a six-figure copywriter, then you take the steps to become a six-figure copywriter and you take, keep taking those steps and keep doing the action and yes, refining a little bit as you go, like we talk about in the group, refine your pitch emails, refine, you know, and keep learning, but you keep taking the steps to get to your goal. If your goal is to be a six figure copywriter and you stop taking the steps to get there, because then you decide you also want to take steps toward becoming um, a graphic designer or a, a website builder or that kind of thing. It's going to get, it's going to stop you from getting, you are going to stop, literally stop making progress toward that goal. Well, and I, I think the mindset there is sometimes, oh, if I take steps towards copywriting and design, then I can get to my monetary income financial goals faster because I'll be able to charge more and charge, you know, a bigger package to the client and do all of these things which in theory, yes, but the second you start, you rem- we always say you're a service provider. And so if you're not providing the best service in copy and design, which again, is going to be very hard to do if you're kind of, you know, decent at both, but not great, then you're not going to get those repeat clients. You're not going to get good testimonials. And can you make a fast dollar? Maybe, but if you're trying to build a long-term sustainable copywriting career, Mm -hmm. then taking the steps and staying on that path and not getting distracted by those other exciting opportunities 
then then that's what's going to get you there versus trying to kind of take the shortcuts or take the faster path or I'm going to, you know, build passive income by building a course and not realizing the amount of time, money and service then that you have to go into providing the folks that are buying that you can't just, you know, you can, I shouldn't say you can't, you can absolutely try to sell whatever it is that you want to sell, but going into it with, you know, a clear mind of what that's going to take that it's not, you know, if anything was easy, we'd all be doing it and we'd all, you know, make that quick million and retire in France and drink wine all day. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Nothing is as easy as it seems. You know, the people we, people will try to sell you on, oh, and then, okay, then you just add courses or add this, you know, add, add templates. As, as, add templates, play. right? We all know that templates are BS. We um, wouldn't have jobs if they were. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's, it, it's, it's Kate's point. It's nothing is as easy as, well, I'll just add on, I'll just add on a course. And that will believe me as someone who has spent almost a decade now building a, a course and, and now building additional ones. It's not fast and easy. And it's not, oh, you just put it up and somebody's going to buy it. It's the same thing with copywriting, right? You don't just put yourself out there and say, I'm a copywriter. And then people immediately hire you. Mm-hmm. There are, there's steps to make and there is, there's work to do. And the more that you I'm say it again, the more that you split that focus, believe me, you may have to make this mistake first before you truly do believe me. Because actually when I uh, was building uh, the CCA years and years ago, um, I was trying to simultaneously build the CCA and then also build out something else. Mm-hmm. And it, you can't, I couldn't do both. I couldn't make one, I couldn't make them both work at the same time. Um, and as an entrepreneur as well, uh, it, there's that creative element. It's the same as being a copywriter. I know a lot of entrepreneurs, this the concept of being a multi-passionate entrepreneur. How do I just pick, how do I pick just one when I want to do all these things? You have to, you have to start mm-hmm. with one thing. You can't, you're one person. You cannot simultaneously walk down two or three paths. You have mm-hmm. to walk down one path first. And then, like we said, when you get to the point that you are, chug it along and you are making your six figures as a copywriter or whatever your goal is. And consistently making consistently. You can't hit it once and then divert your focus Mm -hmm. and assume that you're going to keep that income coming in Mm -hmm. because you still have to keep doing that work to get that income Mm -hmm. coming in. But then, you know, once you, once you're doing consistently, then, okay, maybe in your evenings and weekends, you know, treat it like a a part-time job or or a hobby at the the beginning. And then you can start developing those skills if you really want to, but it's don't don't have to, to that point, you don't have to, things might make you feel like you have to, but you, you don't. What's, what's your goal? What's your success? What, what does success look like for you? Is it, it might not even be hitting six figures, quite frankly, Mm -hmm. maybe you're good hitting, you know, five, six, 7,000 a month. And that's good for you. I don't know what that equals in a year, uh, a lot, but you know, it it might not hit six figures and and that's okay. Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, for your life, maybe you want to work Mm part-time, you know? Um, And in that case, if you want to work part-time, you really need to keep your focus on on copywriting. Yeah. Well, and, and that's a great point because you need to define what success is for you. You're right. It may not be six figures. It may be making, it may be making 3000 a month and having the freedom to go to kids soccer game, your kids soccer games, not any kid, your kid, probably. Um, <laughs> that would just be weird. Um, 
I don't know, maybe your coach, but uh, defining what that success is for you and and staying focused on reaching that goal. Because once we, hitting one goal is possible, hitting eight goals, hitting even like two to three goals makes it so much harder. That's a reason why when you're, when you are, it, the, the, having single-minded focus makes life so much easier, you know, in, in versus I'm going to build a business and I'm going to lose 20 pounds and I'm going to learn to speak French and I'm going to, it's the same kind of thing, right? You're, you're trying to, and I'm going to, you know, meet my soulmate and I'm going to, it's, it's, you cannot achieve all of these big goals at once. And it's the same kind of thing with, I'm going to build a copyright business and I'm going to build an SEO business. And I'm going to, because even though you can offer, you may be able to sometimes offer them together as a service, you won't be able to always offer them together as a service, which means mm -hmm. that you are going to be building separate careers and mm -hmm. that's, it's going to slow you down. For sure. And I think the same principle applies to your day to day of, you know, yes, you need to be able to multitask in the sense of having multiple projects going on at the same time, but you physically can't work on two projects at the same time. You cannot. And there's data, please Google it. Um, or maybe we should fact check this later. But <laughs> there is, there are, I just feel like I just read something about, you know, statistically how much less productive you are if you are jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing. And so that same thing applies with, with splitting your focus with your career, but also on a day-to-day -day basis. You don't want to be jumping from one thing for five minutes and then another thing and then distraction pops up, you know, keep your phone out of the room. And I say that and my phone's right here. Uh, not following my own advice, but as much as you can, okay, in this chunk of time, here's what I'm going to tackle. And then once that's set aside and in a place that you're good with, okay, now what's the next thing I'm going to tackle. And so managing your time in that way. And so to Nikki's point, can you tackle all of your life goals? Absolutely. But you can't do it all at once. And you're going to get there a lot faster if you keep that focus. Mm -hmm. And I know the who says the, you know, the 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. I think it's Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell? I think so. I'm getting at my calculator. I'm, I'm tempted to, so say 10,000 hours, right? Mm -hmm. Divided by 40 hours in a work week, right? Mm -hmm. Am I doing this math right? So that's 250 weeks. Weeks. Then, so divided by so five years-ish, a little year? under five years. Yeah, five years if you're working, which... Full-time for mastery. Again, yeah, full-time. So... I don't know if that's, that's not necessarily, I feel like a hard and fast thing per se. And I'm, I know that's been, a, people have kind of dispelled that, that 10,000 hours and what that means and how, how that works. But I think it's a good guide to say, oh, wow. Okay. Can I have value to offer within my first year of, you know, starting my copywriting journey? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And with a lot of clients, you are going to be the copy expert right out the gate. You know, they're not going to know more about copy than you are. Mm -hmm. At the same time, having that humility, again, another trait we've talked about on traits copywriters naturally should have, mm -hmm. having that humility to know, okay, 4.8 years is kind of the mastery if you're going by that. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, you, you can be the copy expert for your client, but that doesn't mean that you are a copy expert among copywriters, right? Mm -hmm. We all still have things to learn. We all have new levels to attain. And I think mm -hmm. that that's, that's an important thing to 
remember as well. Yeah, especially when marketing and technology, everything's evolving, which impacts us. You know, we talked about like chatbots at some point and, you know, that wasn't a thing five years ago, even, or at least, you know, a quality chatbot mm-hmm. didn't exist. So yeah. there's always going to be new mediums, new tactics, new new everything to learn. And even just, even just mastering the foundational elements of copywriting, you will, you'll be surprised. And and Kate and I will tell you the same thing. We'll look back at stuff. Yes. We'll look back at some stuff that we've done in the past and go, Oh, that's good. Yeah, that was good. But at the same time too, we'll look back and go, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I'd have done that differently. I would, it it worked and my client was happy and I'm, I'm glad that I gave them this work. But if I were doing that now, I'd probably write it a little bit differently or I'd approach it a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. Even stuff I've probably written a year ago. I'm like, oh, I have new ideas and new ways of, of tackling that, that I would make it that much better this time around. So having mm-hmm. that humility and kind of, again, patience and knowing that you're, you're going to continuously improve and evolve mm-hmm. and and get better. But knowing to do that requires you to... Yeah. To do that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pick your goal, stick with stick it, with it. <laughs> stick with it, stay focused, keep, let that resistance go that, that you should do this too. It's resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick your goal, stick with it and be patient. If you keep taking the action, you will, att- you will reach that goal, but you have to keep taking action toward that goal. If you want to actually reach it. Mm-hmm. So we hope this has been helpful. Uh, And um, as we kind of talked about at the beginning, the concept of focus is simple, but it's not necessarily easy to adopt it in practice, but it is something that we would strongly, strongly recommend. So we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye everyone. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.